0: Three, two, one. What is up, guys? Welcome to Diggity, a video game podcast, episode number 153. I'm Jeff James. As always with me, the incredible and obtainable luscious Brody Fault. you, my friend.
1: I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself?
0: I'm doing good, dude. I'm doing good. Um, how's how's them, your travels? Myself. Oh, I'm good. Here in uh, Hotlanta, doing my <laughs> thing, and... Uh, you know it's
1: good it's interesting um, dodging the coronavirus like the matrix
0: yeah didn't really want you know my flight was actually um pretty empty <laughs> so i had <laughs> the <not> road I'm not surprised <laughs> i had the road to myself um which normally i'd be like yeah and i was like what decision have i made
1: <laughs> Instead normally uh, that'd be then, exciting um, but right now it's, just, yeah, it's just I mean it's
0: just really weird like I'm at the airport yeah I'm just like at the airport and I've seen like people wearing masks I've seen just a, everything it's not great so it's been a little interesting for me and uh I don't know a little sketched out but also like there's not that many but it but also I'm like how many do we really know right <laughs> have it so you know i have to kind of figure out things from that end as well so we will we'll see best, we'll you. Out. Best,
1: best of luck to you in that regard
0: oh thanks man thanks yeah I'm, no problem uh, um, you're
1: not allowed to come over for a couple of weeks after you get back <laughs> i'm yeah, quarantining I'm gonna, I'm, you I'm, myself <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm legit probably gonna wait like two weeks before i, I go see like friends and Anyone. family and stuff like that <laughs> Yeah. Well, just, you never, I mean, it's crazy, dude. You never realize, like, how fucking dirty everything is <laughs> until, like, <laughs> something like this happens. Like, for example, you know, like, I'm at the airport, right? And Atlanta's a horrendous airport to get around. It's so busy. But the it's actually, like, not not dead, but it wasn't as typically busy as it usually is. But the you know you get off the plane you have to go grab your bag well who touched my bag right then you go leave from the the there you go and grab um you know you have to take the tram well the tram moves like 50 miles an hour and then comes to a sudden halt so you have to hold on the fucking handrail or whatever so you gotta you gotta put your elbow around that and then uh like it's just funny everyone's like holding the pole with their elbow and different stuff like that so they didn't touch it with their hand. <laughs> and, then, oh uh, and then, you know, you get to the rental car thing. And, like, I got in my rental car start started driving. I'm like, oh, my God, who had this last? <laughs> as I'm like right down there, I'm like, oh, God, where would this come from? <laughs> so it's interesting. But, I mean, we'll get through it as, a, as, as humanity and, and we'll figure it out. But um, before we jump into our topic today... Uh, we do have a little bit of a, I guess, a PSA um, in the world of Diggity. So let's just get down, down to it. Um, we are going to be taking Diggity and putting it into an episode once a week. The reasoning for this, and Brody and I have kind of discussed this a multitude of times, but kind of didn't pull the trigger on it. Um, yeah, it's been a running one,
1: conversation for like six months at least.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we we did twice a week, and we've done twice a week for a long period of time, and and it's been good. It's been it's been great. Um, but what we want to be able to do is we want to be able to make more content across other forms of media as well. The podcast will come out every Friday morning, the audio version, and we'll be going live Thursday evenings with it. So it'll be once a week, um, and and the goal of that is really to make them. Um, They'll probably end up being a little bit longer than what our normal episodes are, but that's fine, honestly, because it'll be a whole week worth of news into it. And you can also expect, though, little episodes, uh, to come out when there's something like, let's say, like a Nintendo Direct possibly comes out, right? And it comes out like on Monday. We're not gonna make you wait until Friday to hear our opinion on that. We're gonna, we're gonna talk about it. Um, E3 episodes, stuff like that. So you can, you can, you can imagine that stuff being, uh, put in place here and there uh, with the with the new schedule going forward um, And and the goal of this is really we want to be able to create more content on YouTube Our YouTube channel to this point has really just been you know live uh, Versions of the show and that's great. That's fantastic. You know, we have people watch us on there and uh, you know We've gained subs from that and and views and, and people watch it's great um, but we want to be able to do things like uh, reviews, uh, unboxings, uh, quick little videos as well. So what you'll see over the next couple of weeks and months is you'll see videos where it might just be me on YouTube, it might just be Brody on the YouTube channel talking about something that's either breaking or, or a review on something, or you might see something where it's both of us, like a Let's Play or an opinion piece from both of us. Um, and, and the goal is just to create higher quality content uh, with it as well. And And I mean... Much like this episode, obviously, we're coming up with a topic because we have to pre-record because of just work schedules. But, you know, there is a dead time of the year in terms of news on video games, and we did ask around a bit on this opinion uh, to different people. Um, I did on my end, and I think that uh, we'd benefit more from, from, from one episode a week. So that's what that schedule is going to. But because we also have more time, uh, we're actually going to be creating a whole new podcast um, not related to video games so just a pretty much a hangout with friends essentially um so it'll be me and brody just talking about stuff uh multitude of everything from sports to like news to uh just ideas uh different things um
1: yeah it's gonna be similar to what our patreon episodes were up until this point now obviously that means our patreon episodes are going to be changing format as well um, which uh, we've been tossing around a couple ideas on what that's going to be. But, uh, yeah, it, it's going to be a hangout, and it's going to be fun. I mean, we have a blast doing those kinds of episodes where we just kind of get to shoot the shit a little bit and and uh, talk about mm-hmm. things that aren't specific to video games. And on top of that, um, we're hoping that that can you know reach other people as well and and just a a completely different market and hopefully we can you know retain listeners from diggity over there and hopefully maybe bring some listeners from over at our other podcast into diggity and and you know really kind of form out this umbrella that we've been working to create over the last year and a half that has been uh, a little slower than we had initially planned but I, i think we're getting there and uh so we're we're excited about it for sure sorry to yeah and we want to you know
0: oh no no worries man no worries um and our thing has been you know diggity's been growing and that, that's fantastic and we built a good base and we just want to make sure that we build a solid foundation on it and the one thing that we wanted to is with this kind of shoot the shit style podcast uh, in addition to doing diggity once a week you know we have funny friends and interesting friends and we've met some interesting people on twitter <laughs> and uh you know, we want to be able to have people on here and there and, and it, most of our friends and other stuff aren't going to be able to talk a level of video games like we can uh, or that we do um, for a period of time that would be, you know, entertaining or or uh, intriguing. So, um, you know, to have something where we can just have people on and just relax and hang out would be great. And and the schedule for that right now, um, I, I don't believe it will change, but we will record those on Sunday nights. Um, I don't know if we're going to do live. I think we're probably going to start off with audio to begin with and then we'll eventually probably seep into doing them live on Sunday nights because it's easy to – do that much like Diggity and uh what we'll do is is those episodes will go up Monday morning. So you'll have something Monday morning to listen to during the commute. And uh yeah, so I'm excited. I mean we're doing some cool stuff. Diggity's not going away, still staying around and the goal is to not only up the production value in the audio version of the Diggity podcast, but also the video stuff and our other content as well. So I hope um you know people are excited for that. I'm excited for it and uh, I think it'll be good.
1: And we wanted to release them on Fridays. That way it's actually like a a proper weekly roundup of news. And uh, Fridays Mm -hmm. tend to be hit or miss for listens for us. I mean, they're usually not our most productive days, but a lot of people get back to it the next week. Uh, So our our goal is to get it out early in the morning so people can listen to it in their commute in the mornings and at lunch Mm -hmm. or something whenever you know um but yeah we wanted it to be a a proper weekly roundup of all the gaming news for the week since we are just you know moving to that but like jeff was saying earlier we we will still cover anything large throughout the week you know like nintendo directs and we'll do a a special episode for that and stuff so yeah anything that's you know major and and really something that people want to hear right off the bat we're going to do uh everything in our ability to to make sure that gets out quicker as well so
0: yeah and and if you guys have ideas for um anything that you you know you've heard or you don't like or or whatever you know dm us on twitter uh dm us on instagram um you know whatever uh you know we'll be trying out different things from different production means um uh, within the show over the next couple of weeks and, and just trying to find that fit and that tailor just before, you know, like I said, we built a decent base and uh, now's the time to kind of move things around and, and change things up to, to build that that format, I guess, if you will, to, to continue going forward. We just want to make sure that we master that. So um, we'll be trying some different stuff and it'd be great to get some feedback whether it's on the Discord um, or you want to just, you know, privately DM us on uh, on Twitter. That'd be fantastic. But um, enough business lead speak um, we'll uh, get on to our our topic of today's show. So today's show, obviously, has been pre recorded. Um, and uh, today's show, we are talking about, uh, I guess, top five underwhelming games or disappointing or letdowns, I guess, if you will, if you want to put it three different ways. Um, so we've both got our top five list for this, and um, we're going to run through them and discuss them. And I'm sure uh, it's going to bring back some memories <laughs> for <laughs> for both of us. And uh, lead to some good discussion. So, um, without ado, um, do you want? To, should we just get right into it, or do you want to actually talk about what we've been playing first? Actually, before we get into the topic, do you want to? Quickly yeah, we go can over talk that?
1: about what we've if been playing. Uh, so, I've been yeah, playing sure. uh, some modern warfare uh, as as per usual. Uh, I played. Um. What? Shoot. Uh, <laughs> I, oh, I get got back into uh, Spider Man. Uh, I still have all the DLC left over from buying Spider-Man. The I got the deluxe edition or I bought the season pass after the fact or something. Uh, so I have all the DLC. So I, I finally went back and started playing that. I downloaded the Final Fantasy VII demo. I have not gotten to play it yet. I should have something for the Friday episode with that regard. Uh, and I think that about is it for me. How about you?
0: Um, mine has been interesting. So, I have been trying to he- – because I'm, I'm traveling this week and I'm on planes and, and cars and all that kind of stuff. Um, uh, well, not on them. I guess in them. But uh, <laughs> I've been trying to get more into uh, gaming on the iPad. <laughs> yeah, I've been top of the roof. Um, I've been trying to get more into uh, gaming on my iPad. Um, Ooh, so okay. I, uh, I'm, I'm going to uh, probably tomorrow night start my trial of Apple Arcade. Um, nice. But I've actually I've played some uh, more of the Play Inc. And I actually purchased um, Game Dev Tycoon uh, oh, nice. on, my, yeah. on my iPad. And uh, I have played that a while ago on my P- PC, but I, I really like it on my iPad.
1: Uh, try out a game called Daddish. Like radish, but daddish it's, it's kind of in a similar vein as like a Mario. It's like a platformer. Uh, okay. I just downloaded it the other day and I have been playing that as well. I kind of forgot about it, but, uh, mm-hmm. it's actually pretty fun. And there's, there's some decent humor in there and just some goofy stuff going on. But it, I mean, it's a pretty simple platformer and you could play it easily with touch controls and, but it, it, okay. it it's charming. I enjoy it.
0: Cool. Yeah. And, and my thing too, is I want to get used to the iPad because and my iPhone, um, I'm really looking forward to X-Cloud Preview, and I want to get that going and be able to start trying that stuff out eventually. Um, yeah. I'm probably going to order the clip online for it. Yeah, that Power I got one a from clip. Amazon. Yeah, it was is like it cheaper nine bucks. on Amazon? Oh, okay, perfect.
1: Yeah, I'll try yeah, to see. that. Eight, nine bucks, something like that.
0: Yeah, because it's like 15 for the Power A one on the Microsoft site. Cool. Mm. Is it the same thing or is it a different one?
1: Uh, the one on the... Uh, the one on the microsoft site seems like it's a lot nicer i wish i would have just bought oh. that one because i think they announced it shortly after i bought mine i bought that clip oh, okay. and then they announced the the one that they were partnering with power a for and the power oh. A one looks really nice what's bad about yours nothing it's just not i don't know it's not real elaborate or anything you can't adjust it it's pretty much one position hmm. okay yeah and I'll it's kind that. of a pain uh, to get on the controller. But other than that. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah,
0: I've just been, I've just thought, you know, hey, I'm going to try to get onto it and, 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 and game more, a little bit more for my iPad. i mean, use my iPad, honestly, primarily as almost kind of a laptop. Yeah. Really, in the last little while, and, and syncing it up with my Mac so I can use it for stuff in like Photoshop and draw and stuff like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I want to get more into the, into the gaming side of stuff, the mobile gaming, I guess, if you will, where people cringe. Um, Before uh, news, the one thing, one additive that I didn't know about, unless we actually did talk about it and totally just glazed over it last episode, but uh, NBA 2K20 is on Game Pass now.
1: Yep, we covered it. Okay. Well, I glazed (laughs) over it. You might have even been the one that read it. I'm not sure. (laughs) I probably was.
0: I was just surprised that they put that up there.
1: Yeah, I am too. That's a I mean I yeah. saw
0: I the way I found out about it, even though it was on our show, which makes me sound like an idiot, is uh <laughs> Corey, <laughs> is Corey um over at uh Pal Block Podcast, he uh um tweeted uh, out yeah. that 2K twenty was out. So what might be funny is he probably heard it from our show that it was out. <laughs> which means that my information that I didn't listen to myself allowed him <laughs> to regurgitate it to then tell me
1: it's what so I already easy. said. It's so easy to forget what you talk about the week before. Well, there's sometimes when we cover it, like because the gaming news is interesting, where it goes through these weird cycles, where you'll see something pop up, and then a week later, you'll see it pop up on a different website. You're like. Did I, did I cover that? Is this the first yeah. time this has been covered? I, I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, awful. the other side of it, too, is like when it's all these free games and like games being added to platforms, like there's so many now. You're yeah. just like, okay, yeah, and this and this and this and this and this. And Epic's getting this and this. And hey, if you're, you know, a Prime member, you can get this and this. <laughs> like it's just a mess. So, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. anyways. Um, let's jump into this list. Uh, do you want to go first
1: for yeah. this? I got cool, you. For yeah. All right, man, uh, what's your number five. So, number five for my five top most disappointing games uh, is Halo 5. I was incredibly disappointed by this game. Uh, this is a game that actually our buddy Craig, uh, we went and picked it up and were hoping to play it split screen. And they had gotten rid of split screen. And there wasn't really much mention of it prior to that. So, we were trying to to hook it up and play. And had no luck. So somebody just had to sit there and watch. Uh, The story was god-awful and a complete waste of time. (laughs) And I don't know what it was about that game, but for some reason, I could not even get into the multiplayer, which in the past, I've loved Halo multiplayer, but I could not get into this one at all. Warzone did some cool stuff um, within it, but overall, uh, from a game that is as well beloved as Halo. Uh, Halo Five was a complete and absolute flop in my mind.
0: Yeah, my wife was completely bummed when the uh, split screen wasn't there.
1: Yeah, I mean that's been a staple of those games for so long, and then to we to know get rid that of that's it, coming it back, sucks. right? Yeah, in the new I'm one? pretty sh- okay. Yeah, yeah, it. Uh, that God, that was such so. a huge misstep. I, I'm pretty you know sure they would bring it back because a lot of people were upset about it.
0: What would be great is if, you know, you could play the game and then if your buddy wanted to play it, also he could get on xCloud and just play from his phone.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that'd be nice.
0: So you didn't have to split the screen. You could just, you know, mm-hmm. keep your screen full and his full. That's what some people awesome. have been
1: using it for uh, that mm. I've seen, which is a fantastic use for it.
0: No, oh, yeah, for sure. Cool. Um, yeah. All right. My number five, Spore. Do you mm. remember that?
1: Yeah. Very vaguely, but yeah Okay, so for simulation fans
0: uh, There's a man named Will Wright uh, And he's the creator of The Sims He's created creator of SimCity also um, And he hyped the hell Out of this game for a long time This game is like All the way back in like 2000 And oh god uh, This is Maxis days So this is like 2000 Like uh, 10? 9? Yeah, Can you google that it. for me?
1: Uh, Sport ten sounds released? about right because I remember it was on Xbox, wasn't it? Xbox One, at launch. Oh, I got you. Two two thousand eight. Oh wow.
0: Yeah, Jesus. Um, anyways, uh, basically it it was you know hyped as this is massive, uh, you know sandbox game, um, and you just start out as like a single celled organism and then you evolve through the theory of evolution and you choose different things and and things that you can do and, and history, um, you know, kind of tells how you evolve as a, as a creature and the environment and so forth. But it was just, it it basically turned out to be this boring game. Like it, it, it it essentially just (laughs) became this like, like almost like it felt like a giant demo in my Mm -hmm. eyes. Um, and I was super, um, excited uh, at the time uh, because I'm a huge simulation fan I'm not a big fan of the sims but I'm a big fan of the sim city series I'm a big fan of um, you know city skylines uh, roller coaster tycoon obviously everyone knows that by listening to this podcast <laughs> um, but uh, you know I was I was pumped for it and um, ultimately it, it fell flat on its face and it was just boring um, and it was just one of those things where it was like you know I guess, overcomplicated in the individual who created its mind. But when it came out, people were like, okay, this is, what's the point to this? You know, like, what <laughs> what am I trying to do? I'm just sitting here waiting. I grew another eye. What do I do? <laughs> and uh, not only that, uh, from what I remember, um, this is the time where DRM was being um, pushed out there and this thing had a pretty bad drm system that essentially made it flop from the get-go and it Mm. really deterred people a lot um from the game so there's no community behind it and yeah i mean it's just a bummer i guess it's like akin to like you know like a kojima trying to make something and then like you know death stranding i think for some people is kind of a bummer right they wanted like you know another hardcore hardcore um uh, kojima game but yeah spore is my my number five
1: yeah, I was I was actually mixing that up with another game, but I do know what you're talking about. I had to okay. Google it because there was a there was another game, uh, somewhat in the same vein that came out on Xbox One that I was thinking of, and I'm I'm not 100 percent sure what it is, but it wasn't Spore. But I do know what you are talking about. <laughs> okay. Uh, so my number four is Crackdown Three. Uh, this Ooh. is this is a that's weird my number one. four as well. So let's just oh try really? To end this. Oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. So uh, I have a hard time figuring out whether I only was looking forward to this game because of nostalgia, or if I actually liked the gameplay. Because really, the game is pretty much the same as as Crackdown One. I mean, from from a gameplay standpoint. Yep. So really, uh, I mean, but at that time, Crackdown One was a big deal. So. Uh, It's like the game just never evolved with games around it. Correct. And it just became whatever this was. And then there was, on top of that, there was all these promises, and it kept getting delayed. And so by the end of it, I wasn't really as excited about it as as I initially was when they first started talking about it. But at the same time, it was a game that I was still at least remotely looking forward to. And this Mm -hmm. thing came out, and it was garbage. I mean, it was really bad we tried to play it co-op and it was just it chugged i mean the whole thing just would not run very well at all in co-op and then even playing it by yourself it was just not fun it was just boring and monotonous stuff and I kept swearing up and down that I was going to beat the whole thing. And I finally, I was like, nope, I'm not going to do it. I'm done. I'm going to spend my time doing something else and playing a different game because this is just, (laughs) nope, I'm out. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so much of it was just a nostalgia thing for me that I was looking forward to it because I played a lot of Crackdown 1 uh, and I played a good chunk of Crackdown 2 as well. But, uh, yeah, Crackdown 3 was just uh, the definition of disappointment for me.
0: Yeah, I, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think that it it just doesn't age well. Um, I, I think that, you know, from... Uh, so I, I played Crackdown 1. I did not play Crackdown 2. Um, so Crackdown 3, for me going into it, I thought that it would have evolved a decent amount because I had thought in my head that Crackdown 2 would have evolved. Um, just, you know, like Crackdown 1 was clunky in itself right but also the time that it came out like that was kind of acceptable right there's limitations um and just like when crackdown 3 came out I was like oh my god the driving the driving's awful um <laughs> and 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 you know people get into arguments where it's like but you know that's how you drive in crackdown it's like well perhaps but, you should. but like people <laughs> yeah like people people are accustomed to You know the right trigger being the acceleration, Um, like ninety percent of you know any driving game, any game that utilizes anything like that uses that, you know, as acceleration, Uh, or the A if they need to for old school style. But I mean, just the clunky controls, um, the story sucked in my opinion, and it's like, it's just like,
1: I I not even in your opinion, it just sucked. (laughs) <laughs> yeah like
0: and and just that style of story just doesn't sell anymore like no. i don't want to compare i don't think it's like the perfect comparison but like like a saint's row style goofy shit like that just mm. doesn't jive anymore and it's not that like people hate it and that it's like you know not politically correct or anything like that it's just like it just it's just gimmicky and video games have gone the majority of video games when i my, my opinion have went from this like rebellious outlying style of game play and art expression where it's like, well, we're gonna do something that you'd never be able to do in the art medium to trying to be like more, you know, realistic and 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 in depth and and more making you think about shit. And like when like Saints Row came out with like, you know, a giant purple dildo, people were like, okay, like cool. Right. Like it's over whatever. And then, you know, yeah, and you get like Terry Cruz and Crackdown, and it's like Okay, cool. Like that to I don't me felt really like a care.
1: desperate or a desperate like grab to get someone in there. Like, yeah, it, well, it's it like just, it's like
0: we've mentioned before, right? It's like the um, the Old Spice commercials. Like yeah. if you showed the Old Spice commercials that were being shown back in like 2011, like, right, where it's Terry Crews and like his muscles move and all this. Or no, it's not Terry Crews. Um, what is that guy's name? Um,
1: I can't think of it. The, something Mufasa, right? Now look back at me. S- yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm on a horse. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But but if you played that today, it'd be like people would be like, that's stupid. Right. Like it just wouldn't it wouldn't sell like that. And then it's like they kept staying into that realm. And yeah, the game was I mean, the game was so glitchy, it was so buggy. And it was also an awkward time too, because it was just when Game Pass was kind of like being a thing. And right. people didn't know what the hell it was still. And you could get like Game Pass for like a dollar and there's all these other games when it came out and you're just like cool i got a game pass for a dollar for like three months and oh, <laughs> crackdowns out okay I'll, yeah i'll try that and i feel like people just got to it and they went oh there's all these other games cool great whatever because yeah. that game had so many bugs
1: and and the thing is like you were saying with the humor and stuff like that can be done well you look at gta mm-hmm. gta yeah, does yeah. it very well it makes well. you think still Right, it's not. It's not uh, simple. Like in GTA, at least there's a little bit of thinking involved to where it's clever. Right. But Crackdown feels like they're just pandering to an audience that is too dumb to figure out a good joke. Like that's yeah, that's what it felt like to me. It was so well, it's on like the nose simplistic and bullshit. Yeah, it's
0: like saying diarrhea is a joke.
1: Right, like nothing <laughs> like, like a bunch of fart type jokes. You know, it's just like yeah, eh, yeah. Eh. I mean. I'm not the smartest person in the room, but give me a little bit of credits.
0: I mean, it was a huge, huge disappointment for both of us. I mean, we, we played that thing and we're like, what the fuck? (laughs) What (laughs) is this?
1: Yeah. Um, so my number three, uh, I'm actually going to take shots at a series. I love a lot. Uh, The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. Uh, So, I think the story in this game is actually pretty good. The story for this game is essentially the beginning of the timeline for the Zelda franchise. Uh, The thing I did not like is motion controls on the Wii and the gameplay and the very extensive tutorial at the beginning of the game and re... You're adventuring through areas you've been through already four times in the story because that's how they design the world. And there was a lot of things in Skyward Sword that I did not like. Um, and but like I said, the story overall I think is actually pretty decent, and it is very yeah. vital to uh, the Legend of Zelda if you want to go by their official timeline. Um, but yeah, the 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 motion controls on the Wii. Um, were not very good. <laughs> At best, they sometimes worked, uh, and it was just kind of one of those things that the Wii as a whole was kind of a weird, gimmicky console, which I think still had its purpose, and I still think it did a lot of cool things. But um, mm-hmm. trying to sword fight in in that context on the Wii was really not great, and it didn't work super well. And there was things was where the Wii down. remote wouldn't let you, you know do certain motions as you were trying to do them because it wasn't picking Mm -hmm. up the motion properly (laughs) just flick your wrist (laughs) yeah you just kind of you could sit on the couch just "Eh, eh, eh," kind of like "Eh." it's like playing the Eh. the the tennis game you know in Wii sports like i don't know Mm -hmm. this game did not click with me at all and it came at a weird time where i had i had a wii and then i didn't have a wii and then i got a wii again and when I bought the the second Wii, it was like I got a box full of games type of thing, and this was in there, and I didn't play it when it first came out because at the time I was kind of not really interested in Nintendo consoles. It was through that phase where I was like, no, nah, man, Xbox is where it's at. Screw Nintendo. I'm That's for babies up. type of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so I got away from it, and... I finally went back and tried to play it, and this game just was hard to play. And I just – there was Mm -hmm. a lot of weird stuff going on. And at the time, of course, you know, I I was more interested in, like, the Dark Zelda games because I think by the time I got around to Skyward Sword, you know, there was Twilight Princess and stuff like that. And so I loved Twilight Princess, and that was really cool. And I actually did play that on the Wii as well, which – Surprisingly enough, I didn't hate that one so much, but I think I mm-hmm. I played part of it with a Wii remote, and then I think I ended up switching to a GameCube controller. I don't entirely remember, but uh, yeah, sure. Skyward Sword just did not do it for me. And from a series that I love so much, this just let me down big time.
0: Yeah, I um, I really enjoyed the art style in Skyward Sword. I thought that that was brilliant how they did it. Um, yeah. With, yeah, there with was the a, lot of, a lot of good art
1: in there as well. But yeah. They yeah, kind of made Link a little chunky, though. He's a, yeah, he's a they, thick boy. Yeah, he <laughs> was.
0: They, they, hid, um, they hid their graphical, um, I guess, disabilities really well with that art style and using the, um, like, watercolor style. Mm-hmm. Um, that was pretty brilliant on their part. Um, the other side of it, too, is just, like, was, was that – did – that did not feature the Motion Plus adapter, did it?
1: I do not believe so. No, which, I don't. Yeah, which, you know
0: what? I don't think it did. I think what what featured that was like We Sports Two or whatever they called it.
1: Yeah, yeah, something I think like you're that, right.
0: right? Yeah, but yeah, I mean, for me, you know, just to talk quickly on that before I go to my number three, the biggest letdown on that for me was, you know, those motion controls were a letdown because. You know, I, I really was attached to Link and, and the whole Zelda series. And I thought, man, how cool is it going to be to, you know, swing the Master Sword? And, um, you know, it ended it, up being kind of disappointing. <laughs> it,
1: it didn't feel like that at all. <laughs> yeah. No. Because I, I was the same way. I was like, man, this is going to be cool. You know, running around, you're swinging the sword. It's going to feel awesome. You're going to feel like you're actually swinging the Master Sword. And it's like, no, it felt more like I was randomly flailing in my living room. uh Yeah. With, and it wasn't actually doing what I wanted. It would catch like the backswing instead of the actual swing I wanted to do. And you're like, ah, mm-hmm. uh, this just—it's not not what I expected by any means.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I, I want to—I'd I, still like to see them bring it to the switch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think it would I be neat they- on the switch. And if they updated the motion controls to use the Joy-Cons. I mean, if you don't want to use them, whatever. But I think it'd be nice mm-hmm. if it was just you know upped a bit. Um, They give it, like, you know, the Wind Waker treatment a little bit better, Um, graphics, and I think be good.
1: Yeah, I feel like they'd have a hard time um, with transferring most of that game over into a game that you could play with, you know, just a regular controller, just because a lot of it is designed around those motion controls. Um, yeah. but yeah, if they did update it and actually use the the gyro controls on the on the Joy Cons, which work mm-hmm. exceptionally well, I think it would be fantastic. I think I, I would definitely wanna go back through it. But the idea of going back and playing it again on my Wii, it nope, not gonna happen.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. Um, all right, my number three, I've talked about this uh fair bit over the last couple of weeks, as I've been playing but it, but is Star Wars Battlefront two. So The reason why it's so high on my list, number three, is because it's not only disappointed me once, it's disappointed me twice.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, second time, shame on you, okay?
0: Right, yeah. So so, a little backstory on this. Uh, I played the shit out of Battlefront 1, and I played way, 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 way too much Battlefront 2 originally on uh, PS2. And I had a blast with that. Me and my brother would play the hell out of that. Kashyyyk was like our favorite map. Um, it's just a fantastic game. It was fun. Um, it, it was, I mean, you could just keep playing it over and over and over again. Um, and so when the first Battlefront uh, redo came out, um, I was excited. Um, we purchased it, uh, and I was like, okay. You know, cool. Like it looked beautiful. I mean, give them that, right? Like the frostbite engine utilization for it. It made everything look incredibly, incredibly beautiful. Cool. But I still mainly more looking towards you know Battlefront two because I think that was like the perfect game. Uh, and when Battlefront two came out with the redo. Uh, obviously, we had the issue of the chests or the crates, whatever you want to call them. No. Um, and it was just absurd. And I was like, oh my God, why? <laughs> and then we had the internet fallout on Reddit, um, which sucks because you, you know, the one thing that, I mean, obviously the original version of Battlefront 2 and the PlayStation 2 had, you know, the ability for multiplier. But at that time when it was out, I lived in a rural town. There's no way I was going to be hopping onto the internet. There wasn't that many people, anyways, playing online on PS2. Uh, with that, like, remember the disc you'd get? You'd yeah. You'd have to put it in the. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. No, there, there wasn't, wasn't a whole lot of yeah. online
1: multiplayer going on for that one.
0: Yeah. And, and so that was the one thing where I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. You know, like, we'll actually have, you know, a community behind us and that'll be fantastic. And I saw the community just get shot down right in front of me um, because of you know stupid actions that they took at the start um, and they focused on a lot of dumb things and 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 made the game very poorly balanced um, and it just was was no good. and so I actually ended up selling it. I traded it in um, and then I revisited it um, a couple years later because it came out in 2017. Uh, and I've recently got back into it just to like get on back in the multiplayer stuff because they had made some UI changes. They made some balance changes. They obviously um, changed their whole you know crate system up and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I was enjoying multiplayer uh, here and there. There's some bullshit stuff. And to be honest with you, I think the graphics – in battlefront Two, suffer a lot on the maps versus like the battlefront one redo was really nice in my mind. Like those maps were really good. Um, and I, the biggest letdown is a campaign. Like it's horrible. Like just awful. It is cheesy. Um, it is, there's poor dialogue in it. It's just, it's not great. And it just through and through as a letdown. And honestly, like, maybe it's just a good example of, like, when people think that they can take a, a fantastic game and just make it the best game ever in the world, and they just fall flat on their face. Because yeah. really, people, if you just, if you literally made some of those maps just a little bit bigger, uh, you know, and uh, just put them into today's graphics with that Frostbite engine, people would have played the shit out of it. Like we we're okay with it, and yeah. there's it's just it's missing so many things the 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 space battles suck. it's it, there's so much shit going on in the space battles. there's so much noise everywhere. It, it's just it's a mess. And it sucks because I don't know if they're gonna make another one. I hope that they do. Um, if they do make one that is completely battlefront focused, I hope that they just kind of try to revert back to the original ones on PlayStation, um, but I don't know at this point. I mean, I don't know if they'll take the dive. They've had, obviously, more success with, um, you know, story campaign-driven ones, so I don't know. I, I, I just... It was a letdown, complete bummer, and and maybe that's my fault just for putting so much trust into it, um, and it is, like, you know, like a childhood memory, which probably makes it, like, you know, a double-down on disappointment, but it, it was a huge disappointment to me. Yeah, so.
1: I can... I can 100% see that. I, it was I'd never picked it up until you picked it back up the second time cuz you hit me up and it's like, "Hey, it's 10 bucks." I was like, "Okay." Yeah, it was like 5 bucks sure. or something like that. Yeah, it was it was dirt cheap, so I was like, yeah, "I'll I'll pick it up, fine." And it's it's fine. I don't know. I I I can't get into it. I don't really enjoy my time with it. It seems like their matchmaking really sucks too cuz it seems like oh, one yeah. side is loaded up with guys that have been playing this game for you know forever and so it, it always seems like you just get completely steamrolled your team it just seems like the most incompetent people ever <laughs> and by the by the end of like three minutes you're already done pretty much it's just finished and i don't know it, it, it does some good things but yeah the the campaign's pretty lackluster and there's just a lot of things that they could definitely improve upon. And I think they've made a lot of improvements since launch. But the thing is, I just don't know if if they were to put out a third one, if they'd actually improve upon that, or if they'd just put out, you know, make the same mistakes again. Because that seems to be kind of their M.O. with with these Battlefront games is to just keep doing the same thing over and over and then act surprised when the community gets mad about it. Yeah but bummer Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so my number two is mass effect andromeda um this series is a series i love a lot uh, i never got into mass effect one uh just because i went back to it after i had already played two so it seemed like a huge downgrade to go back to the first one at that point but mm-hmm. uh played a lot of Mass Effect 2 and a lot of Mass Effect 3 and a lot of people would say that Mass Effect 3 was the biggest letdown and I disagree with that I actually really enjoyed Mass Effect 3 um, but uh, Mass Effect Andromeda was terrible I tried to play it um, <clears throat> it was a game I was looking forward to I kept seeing all the promotional stuff and everything leading up to it and I was really excited I was like man this looks awesome this looks awesome I can't wait Uh luckily i didn't buy it at release and heard everything that was going on with it and i ended up waiting and i picked it up on sale for like 20 bucks and i bet you i still only have maybe two hours in that game right it you kind of i probably have a little bit more than that uh, but anyway like the 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 main ship that you're on the Uh, it's completely empty for the most part. There's giant areas of this thing that have nothing going on and I don't know if that gets better as you go. I didn't play it long enough to find out. Uh, Mm -hmm. There was so many bugs in this game. It was unreal. Everything I had seen of the story so far was just terrible i mean i i don't really feel like i need to explain too much about why this game was awful because it has been very well documented why it was terrible uh and a lot of people have talked about it and covered it but uh this game was a huge letdown for me because i was looking forward to it so much and it was i i love that 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 style of game or at least i used to again it could be very much that i've just kind of gotten away from that and and don't really enjoy that style of game anymore but this one was uh I, I mean bad regardless it was not done well at all
0: i did not dive into that so i have no opinion on it but I know <laughs> that there was a lot of flack online for it so
1: yeah and it deserved every bit of what it got for sure
0: uh, my number two is a quick one um, so Fallout seventy six for me is my number yeah. two, uh, and the reason why it is, is that yours also? No, or for sorry, your number one? No, nope. Um, so Fallout seventy six. The reason why it is is I've never really gotten that deep into a Fallout game. Uh, in fact, I've kind of just watched from a glance, like from a distance. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was when they had announced Fallout seventy six, um, and shown it off, and we we're getting sneak peeks here and there. I was really excited for it. Uh, I was excited that it seemed like it was something that I would want to partake in. Uh, it seemed like it, it changed a little bit in some ways from the other fall of stuff that I didn't really enjoy as much. Um, I liked the crafting side of stuff and the, and the building of, of those camps and, and how more advanced it was. Um, but then it came out and (laughs) it was uh disappointing to look at it from a distance um and it's kind of hurt my uh idea of if i ever really want to go and and play a fallout game going forward you know like what are they gonna i I doubt that they would release a mess like that again Uh, i think that they've Mm. i think that they have learned their lesson from it um and uh i i hope that whatever the next iteration is you know maybe i'll be able to give it a go and a try but um, it was a letdown simply because I, I was about to make my entry into it I was waiting a little bit and then it came out and it was just horrendous I mean the glitches the bugs the graphics um, the demand on the systems uh, wasn't there for what they have built uh, and it was just amalgamation of a, just a bunch of stuff together that didn't need to be and it was just too big of a step too soon so that is my number two disappointment slash letdown
1: uh, for me, with the the whole Fallout franchise, I was really into Fallout Three. I had a bunch of buddies that played it, and so it ke- became like a game you would talk over like the water cooler at. You know, it, it was very much we did that, and we also played um, Oblivion, uh, Sky, Elder Scrolls, uh, Oblivion, and so that was. Games that we really, really got into and enjoyed, like oh, I found this, I found this door, and you open it up, and it says "fuck off" or something like that. You know, it was like some something, <laughs> something silly, but it was uh, a community game of sorts. And then I played Fallout Four, and I found out I don't enjoy that style of game anymore. It was my my taste in games has changed a lot, and I I can't I have a hard time develop or devoting all of this time into these games to where you know it's a a huge time sink
0: what's up is it your is it your you changed your taste in it or does it not did it not keep up
1: uh i think it's a little bit of both i think fallout 4 wasn't too terrible i think it did a lot of okay things and i think what what even got me to play it as much as i did was the idea of the um uh, all the mods and stuff you could add to it um, because I, I played it on console so we didn't get mods until you know the, the latest iteration of Skyrim on Xbox and also uh, Fallout 4 um, so I did did play a little bit kind of messing around with the mods and everything but yeah just that style of game in general I just I can't get into it I can't lose, uh, lose myself to these giant open worlds anymore I don't know what it is. Like, I, I just get burnt out on these large open worlds. And, and so, something Our like attention a spans out. are gone. Yeah, my attention span is entirely gone. Like, I need something that is in action all of the time.
0: <laughs> yeah, every, everyone's is, right? It, it needs to be quick, um, quick levels of gratification.
1: Yeah, so I wasn't even, I mean, Fallout 76 was never even really on my radar because it was one of those things that I I knew it existed. I'm pretty sure we were doing the podcast when it was announced, so I was very much aware Mm -hmm. of it and very much aware of everything going on around it, but it was just something that I I never was really interested in. I ended up playing it just for the podcast so I could talk about how bad it was from my personal experience (laughs) rather than just watching a compilation video on YouTube.
0: Didn't, (laughs) Didn't your Xbox crash?
1: Oh yeah, a couple times. It was bad, <laughs> <laughs> not oh, good. Uh, no. So number one for me, another recent game, uh, Anthem. Anthem. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I wanted I wanted this game to be awesome. I, I mean, y- you get to be Iron Man mixed with a like Destiny, all in the same boat. Like it, yeah. this should have been. The On paper, perfect beautiful. game for me. Uh, I I mean, as I've said before, I was huge into Destiny. So the idea of a loot and shooter, but you can also fly around and do Iron Man shit. Like hell yeah, this is <laughs> this is right up my alley. Like I'm pumped. And as we kept getting closer to it, you know, we kept losing directors and people kept leaving, and then uh, we ended up. I think we got access to the uh, the or the beta. And we played the beta and instantly I knew I I don't want any part of this. There there was no even part of me that wanted to play any more of this game and I was just done. And so, you know, it it came out and people complained. And again, this is another game that was very well hated and it became a topic for a long time of, of just how bad Anthem was and... And yes. they, it's, it's a shame because there is so much potential there. And the idea of it is, while not revolutionary, it could have been fantastic. And they had the budget behind it and all of this, you know. But it just came out and it was not great. And um, and so to me, that, that was a major disappointment because that, that could be a game that I'm still playing today. But it's a game that instead I never even bought. <laughs> All because I played the demo and realized, like, hey, this is not great. This is not fun. I don't enjoy any part of this. We were even right. playing with friends. It was you, me, and a couple of uh, my uh, a couple of our buddies, and, like, it it, it was not fun. Uh, we no, hated it. No, we were it. all in agreement. Yeah, we they were just well, And then two of our friends ended up buying it anyway, and then they got to continue to cuss about it for <laughs> the next month or so. But, I mean, there was a boss fight that we were doing, and – it, you'd get cheap shots against you and like it, it we were was in this, water
0: and we were on fire
1: right yeah it was it was just a <laughs> mess and it it wasn't enjoyable at all I, I i know i've said that like three times now but it was probably the least amount of fun i've had playing a game in a very long time it was just oh, frustrating boy. and annoying and the the boss was a giant bullet sponge that took us like forty five minutes to take down. Yeah, yeah, he was it ridiculous. Was
0: I think what was most disappointing to me too was, and and I think it's the most disappointing because it hadn't been pulled on gamers in a long time. But the difference in graphics that were shown versus in game.
1: Oh yeah. Um yeah, and scope
0: difference. of world versus what was actually in game. Uh. You know, there's – video game companies has been pretty good over the last, I'd say, four or five years really with actually providing graphics that they show off at E3 or, or in demos or trailers or releases. And Yeah, because if they don't, up, they're going to get
1: completely those. shit on. I mean, you got, yeah, c- yeah. you got people like Digital Foundry that go in and analyze every little bit of it. So if they lie mm-hmm. about it, they're going to get found out.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. So – It was just stunning to me to see that happen. Like, I remember in the opening on the beta, you know, you're in, like, that market slash, like, bizarre area. Mm -hmm. And we—the first thing we both said to each other was, this does not look nearly as nice as it did in the the showing at E3 on console. I
1: I vividly remember you saying, I'm going to be sick. (laughs) Multiple times from the camera shake. It was
0: awful. Yeah, then the camera shake uh, or the blur, I guess, effect— and then um, just like the the scale of the Bazaar Sush market was totally different than what was shown off. It was mm-hmm. just like a hallway instead of being an actual like open market area. There was like hardly any AI in the area. Um, and it was, just, it was just brutal. Like I was just sitting there like, okay, great. Like <laughs> we're already off to a great start here. <laughs> and then – you know, like I thought, some of the animations and stuff like that were cool. Like when you're flying, that was great. But other than that, it was just an empty game with a ton of promises, and it just sucked. And it was a sour taste in my mouth because I think gaming at that point had actually done a decent job, uh, minus obviously Fallout seventy six of, of of providing, you know, showing the proof of the pudding essentially. So,
1: to make matters worse, that was Bioware again. My top two are both Bioware games.
0: Oh God! Well, yeah, I've got two matching ones because my number one. This is going to be interesting for you. So 2013's release of SimCity.
1: Oh, okay. This
0: hits hits hard. So SimCity is an incredible series uh, of games, and I love them dearly. Love them, love them, love them. And I was excited when Maxis had announced that they were creating SimCity again uh, in 2013. And it was, you know... uh, a lot better graphics, 3D modeling, all that kind of shit. And um, it was, you know, smart stuff like smarter traffic, better roadway systems, waste and sewer systems, electrical, all that kind of stuff. And what we ended up getting was an incredibly dumbed down version of what makes SimCity so great. And that's that SimCity is so detailed and advanced that you can get down into the nitty gritty of things. Or you can, you know, put it into easy mode, if you will, I guess, and, and, and not focus on certain things. And the biggest problem with this game was if you're making a city, the whole point of it is it's supposed to be a sprawling metropolis, right? Like you're going to have an area that's an industrial area. You're going to have an area that's supposed to be, um, you know, like a Chicago, New York, like real dense, deep populous area. And you were unable to do that because the map sizes for this city were stupid. They were incredibly small. All the buildings took up a massive amount of space. It was like um, going to like Tonka toy style. It was, it's like they took like the Gears of War characters and made buildings. <laughs> like everything was these like chunky things that took up all this crazy room, and your map sizes were tiny. Pair that with, you know, being able to expand upon other stuff, and it was just broken. There was, there was, there was bad. Um, uh, online functionality um you there is this the the problem with the online functionality too is again this was during that drm time um and it had a always online functionality to it you had to be online to play it no other way yeah and even if you were only using the single player mode which was ridiculous
1: become a, a major issue in in games recently yeah, yeah, and, yeah, I mean, and, and, and that was back in that. 2013, is 13. that what you said? Yeah. So, yeah, at, at that time we were just starting to break into that where every game had to be online regardless because it was right as you know the Xbox One and and the uh, PlayStation Four were coming out and people were getting all angry that you know you, whatever game you played it still had to be online all the time. So yeah, yeah that's, and, and that's been an issue for a while now.
0: And the problem was, too, is that they originally showed off this massive timeline, from what I remember, of, like, all their scope for for this game. And then Mm -hmm. they scaled it way back, um, got rid of a ton of different features, dumbed it down. And then on top of that, because of that always-on functionality, I remember waiting for, like, 20 minutes to get into my game. Even months after it had launched.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, so it was just a complete shit show, and it sucks because that those are special games. I mean, those are insane in terms of just the thinking behind everything and how everything works and moves and 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 simulation games. I mean, I'm I'm a obviously a huge simulation fan, um, and it just like that community is so analytical, obviously because one they're playing simulation games, but right? <laughs> two. <laughs> You know, it's, it's, it's like people – the community honestly continues to build upon games like that where they create mods and other things and it's like they were just at that point in 2013 where we're really starting to get into that kind of stuff. I mean like Roller Coaster Tycoon and all that kind of stuff was far ahead of any other mods like i argue that it was far ahead of, of before you know the skyrim community all that kind of stuff in terms of trying to find the boundaries and limits and it still is to this day there's like an underground following of people who still play that game and they've created like it to be able to have a multiplayer functionality through open rct but right. they've completely hand built and it's like they were i just don't understand what maxis was trying to do because they could have produced something that was like a city skylines and let people take over, and just profit, and have a, this incredible community. But instead, they decided to make it like it. Honest to God, dude, it felt like an iPad game. Like looking at it now, right? As to what an iPad game is, it it, it was just mind blowing. And this was supposed to be for PC, and then City Skylines come out and it just kicked their ass. Tenfold like I mean city skylines is incredible and it's because it has a great base game that has advanced functionality and it's opened up to the communities so that the community can create incredible creations that people can use and utilize and it's just it's it's phenomenal. But it was a disaster and an absolute underwhelming uh, experience for me um, and uh, God I hated it so much. So uh, any honorable mentions before we wrap things up here.
1: I have three. Ooh, um,
0: okay shoot off quick because we're running yeah. pretty pretty long here.
1: yeah pretty long here uh pros or tony hawk pro skater five game yeah. series i loved so much growing up and this captured none of the magic from from those games uh trials evolution another game series i played a lot of uh growing or not really growing up but played a lot of and mm-hmm. uh trials evolution was very slow and kind of buggy and I had a lot of issues it was the kind of thing where you had to wait like a minute before you would load into a track and by that time I just didn't care anymore and after you tried to play 20 tracks it was just a mess and you ended up spending like 20 minutes just sitting there waiting uh, and the last one <laughs> is a very it's a very soft disappointment uh, Borderlands three I Ooh. I, I really have loved that series for a long time um, and i'm I'm starting to wonder if it's more so me than it is the game I know a lot of people mm-hmm. were kind of in the same boat in the on Borderlands 3 the story was pretty underwhelming and uh but the gameplay thing yeah and I think the gameplay is very much you know the same as it has always been and it after you kind of figure out like yeah there's a billion something guns, but really not much changes on a lot of them. There's like a few archetypes and then they're just slightly different from that as you go. So they stop becoming super interesting. I don't know. It, it right. just didn't click with me this time. I, I still haven't even beat the game. It's just it, something about it did not click like it used to. And I, I, I like I said, I, I think it, part of, part of that is just me and the the type of games I enjoy to play anymore. I like to have, like missions, I like to have something specific I need to do. Not and Borderlands has that, but it's also still kind of open world and I, something about it I just can't, I can't get into. It's weird. Hmm. Interesting.
0: I, I would any? agree with the the nope. Yeah, I've got three. So, um, I have a Tony Hawk, but it's not Pro Skater Five. Although that was an incredible disappointment. <laughs> the um, mine is actually Tony Hawk Ride. I was oh, super yeah, disappointed yeah, yeah. in that. And and I think that's mainly because I got like enthralled in the whole motion control shit <laughs> era. Um and was totally yeah, game for <laughs> you know, Connect and 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 the Wii and, and, and all that great stuff. Um so Ride was a disappointment. Boy, I completely
1: um, forgot that even existed. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: Um the other side of what I was disappointed for was also another skateboarding game, and that was skate. Um, I was looking to see some the good competition. No, oh, sorry. Skate 2. My apologies. Okay. Um, Very
1: good.
0: I was, I, I was excited about Skate and how there was competition against that, right? And and it would make games better back and forth. Boy, was I wrong. Um, <laughs> and uh, Skate 2 is a disaster. Um, and then my third disappointment is Roller Coaster Tycoon 3. So I... They switched the art style to a 3D style. It was made by Atari. It wasn't good. And it was uh, Frontier Studios did it with Atari. And it just had nothing about the... Again, it was just like that all rounded edges. Everything's like rounded. It had, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know, all the people had like a head that was like three times bigger than their torso. And everything was (laughs) clunky. It was cool that you could ride the rides. That's great, but... It was just it was just clunky and dumb looking, so didn't like it. But yeah, so that's it. I mean, I think we had a, I think both of our lists were pretty good. I mean, we didn't talk about like, I mean, obviously mine fall at seventy six was like a standard one that usually comes up. But other than that, I think we had pretty pretty interesting picks.
1: Yeah, I I was surprised our lists were as different as they were. In all honesty, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, when we got to number four, and I'm like, "Ooh, I have that too." I was like, uh oh," <laughs> <laughs> and here's the rest of the list. They're gonna be. But then, but then, but then it definitely yours, broke up. So,
1: it it is kind of nice because you you get into the simulation side of it, where I don't so much. I'm more yeah, like yeah. the- I love strategy games, and that's not really your wheelhouse. So it, it is interesting. We do get some different picks every once in a while.
0: Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Cool. Well, guys, uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, you can at Diggity Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Diggity, D I G G I T Y. Uh, head on over to our Patreon also to support us. Uh, it's patreon.com slash diggity podcast. Become a patron over there. Uh, you can find me on Xbox One. My gamertag is Maple Jeff Brody.
1: And mine is Luscious Brody. And you can also find me on PlayStation at Wolverine's Cousin.
0: Cool. Uh, guys, leave us a review, uh, whether it helps uh, you express your opinion on our show and what you like and what you don't like. Uh, that also helps us at the end of the day. Uh, and also, uh, you giving a review on any of the platforms that I mentioned um, that we're on um, allows us to get shown off. I mean, it's basically pretty much how... You move your way up in the ranks on Spotify and on other uh, platforms as well as by good reviews. So thank you to those who have left uh, some awesome reviews for us. We really appreciate it. Um, and thanks to those who will do so in the future. Uh, and until next time, guys, we will see you for the oh my gosh, oh my gosh, will we see them for the Friday show? Is that when, when we're we starting?
1: Yeah, we'll have we'll have Friday show. We'll we'll start the uh, the the new schedule next week.
0: Okay, perfect. Cool. Well, guys, we'll see you for the Friday show.
1: See ya.